load up on a bus um, in the parking lot of Central Catholic on uh, Saturday evening with my son, um, some of my old boys from Central Catholic, Jack Cavalier and his boys, Bob Tootie and his family, and um, go to a, a Norwin to watch Central Catholic and Lebo play football. Uh, looking forward to it because I like to be around uh, the old fellas and hang with my son and let him see some of that environment. And, and I promise you this, uh, there will not be uh, foul language, there will not be obscenities directed at anyone uh, at a football game. Um, we were raised differently. I'm not saying central kids are saints. I- I'm not saying that central kids aren't sinners. But I'll tell you right now, some of this madness that's happening at uh, high school uh, hockey games, that young girl who was taunted, suck my blank, and she's a blank, referring to prostitute, at a hockey game that unfortunately received worldwide attention. And then this weekend, this wonderful athlete, wonderful athlete uh, from Steel Valley, wonderful young man with a promising uh, future. As he's injured in a game, uh, the allegations are disgusting, quite frankly. A new low uh, in America, in our culture, in this environment, where they were, were being told that players were screaming at him, I got you now, N-word. We got you, N-word. And then in the stands, uh, fans were being called, according to what we're being told, hillbillies and rednecks and fat and you name it. Man, I tell you, they would have tossed us from school at Central if we did that. Tossed us. Gone. Gone by dawn. And then when I got home, my dad would have kicked my ass. Just the truth, man. Man. I remember my father got kicked out of Central. He was in a fight. This is a true story. Got in a fight. Christian brother broke it up and punched my dad. Uh, had blood all over his shirt. It's a true story. My father got home and told his dad, because he had blood all over his shirt, what happened. His dad punched him again in the top of his head. Old school. Man, I just, the intolerable nature of what's happening in our culture is disgusting. And I want to start out with the sound from this Armstrong football game, uh, hockey, hockey game, and this poor girl and what fans were chanting. Listen. And no, no one punished, no one suspended from school. The players still playing hockey. And some of the fans, the kids were told they can't go to hockey games. Wah. And then this disgusting, vile story of this attack on the Steel Valley athlete and the disgusting nature by which they came after this amazing young man. It hurts, man. His mom joins us. Chantel, good morning. How are you? How are you this morning? I'm okay. You got to be a lot of things. And I don't want to speak for you. You got to be angry. You got to be upset. You got to be a lot of things, right? Yes. Um, I'm more, you know, I'm more hurt. More or than anything. I'm more hurt. Um, Mainly on this, like, the way that my son sits on the couch and watches his old film, that hurts the most. That he can't play in the big games. 
and I see and I see people saying, "Oh, you know, it's all about race and this that this that the third. We play with a very diverse team. Right. We have Caucasians, we have blacks, we have Hispanic descent, or boys or brothers. So it has nothing to do with me trying to pull the race card. Secondly, you know, this injury is so severe because Najee had a promising senior season. This is not the first time one of my children got hurt because I have twin sons. Mm-hmm. My son, Nizir Burt, what he sustained a concussion in the Keystone Oaks game. I didn't call it foul play. I know, I understand the game. I didn't call it racist either. You know, in this situation, he was attacked. And I feel like in this situation, this is his own. I'm sorry, my name is Shanice Burt. No, I appreciate you. And I, I talked to you a few minutes ago. I love your passion and I love what you're saying. Tell our listeners who are just jumping into this, tell them what happened at this game. So I was at the game, and I wasn't sitting close to any of the um, fans for the other side. I was at the beginning of our side. And as I was going to go to my car, there was other um, Still Valley Island, like parents and people just to come and support. And they were saying, like, the way the people were screaming out and saying, like, racial slurs to – I'm screaming out racial slurs or whatever – the one girl was saying that she wanted to go back and forth with them, but her father was there and she didn't want to disrespect him. But she said, I couldn't believe there was a lady there that I know forever and ever. I've never seen her get out of character not one time since I was a kid. And that, that day at that game, she was screaming and yelling. She was so upset at what was going on that she couldn't keep her composure. And I've never seen her in all of my 32 years of living. Man, what, what's happened? What's happened to our culture? We're losing it. What the hell? It was just, like, we've been to a lot of games, and, you know, with them talking stuff to one another, that comes with the territory. Injuries, sustaining injuries come with the territory. Like you said, her son, Nazir, just a couple of games ago had a concussion, and we didn't run around saying, oh, it was racist. They did this. They did that. No, it comes with the territory. If Najee would have just gotten hurt, it would have came with the territory. Okay, baby, you got to sit on the couch. You you, you, You know you got hurt. Right. But in this situation, for you to twist his ankle and then for him to lay there and scream in pain and y'all clapping his face, saying, inward, we got you now, ah. it felt like he was targeted. Ah. So that's what happened? It's, 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 so that's what happened? That's, that's what Najee said. He said he was on on the ground. It's, in the video, if you look at the video, you yeah. can see his brother, like, get a little <laughs> bit rowdy, calling for the referee to make the call. Also, if you watch the film, <sighs> another player... Um, Mike Chris, Mike Chris, he, they grabbed his face mask and gouged his eye. You can, you can see Mike get the penalty for pushing him. Then he grabs his eye and falls to his knees. The referees were look, were right. He was right behind the referee and nobody came to him. So, 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 so we're clear. Your son was laying on the ground. They were twisting his ankle and screaming. We got you now. N word. He said that. As he got tackled, the guy was as one guy chopped him up top. The other guy got him down bottom. As he was falling, the guy was twisting his ankle as they hit the ground. And that's why. And if you pay attention to the video, it takes him a longer time. Not not Jay. It takes the three tacklers a, lo- a longer time to get up. But but and, they, they, and, they, and what were they screaming at him? We got you, N word. We got God. you now. Can you hang around for a few minutes? There's some insanity to this. There's a direct, to me, relationship to our culture and the rage and the anger. And and I got to take the side of these moms and this aunt and these young men 
Look, look, you know, let's be very clear. And I want her to tell you this. Shante's cool with, look, kids get hurt. I have twin sons. They both get hurt. But Shante, what you're saying, the way your son was injured and the slurs, that ain't right, right? Yeah. It's it's disgusting. And not not just him. You know, the the other teammates on, on the team were hurt just the same. And what's happened to our culture? Seriously, what's happened? I don't know. I don't know. Like, especially in sports, when that should be the thing that unites us. That sports are a passion for everyone. It also scares me about race in America, right? The, the, the notion yes. that there are actually people accusing you of playing the race card here, right? Yes, absolutely. How could they, they do they that? All types but, them, but those are, are people to the point where they're, they're entitled to their opinion. And initially, it angered me to see that people were okay with my son getting hurt hmm. intentionally. They were they're like, hey, well, it's a game. Whoa, was he supposed to let him score? And you had to be at the game to see it. When a whole town rallies together and wants to call the Whitfield, the PIAA, and et cetera, it's not just a mom or just not a dad or just not a family. You know, the parents are, you know, like, I can speak for our program. Still Valley Airmen, their football program is awesome. The men are learned. They are taught to play with integrity. They are, they are taught to be respectful, you know, this team also, we're coming, we were coming off a one-in-five season last year. We had a lot to prove, but we did it with integrity and with respect. You know, I've seen, that on, I've seen on the news that one of somebody from Southside Beaver said that they feared for, for their lives and that we called them hillbillies. And I said, that's interesting when, again, our team is that first. Why, why would we have to say the racial slurs? Mm. Let's, say, let's say that. Mm. We did say that, and that's what they want to say. Right. We would, we, we then we would hurt our brothers. They don't play like that. So and then so, I also think that I'm sorry. Go ahead. How's your son though? How's he doing? How's he doing emotionally and physically? Physically, he's laid, he's laying there. Mm. Emotionally, that's the hardest part. He said he yeah. got. He said you know him being a captain and senior, he he wanted to win it big for the younger guys. Was, that was his exact words to me. He said, "Mom, I got a ring." I wanted to win it for the for the younger guys so they can keep the momentum when when we're going. The seniors are, are going. That's what he wanted. He wanted to play the big game at Hershey for the freshmen and for the sophomores hmm. and for those that were underneath him. You know. Yeah, it's amazing. Hey, Sean, to anything you need, I'm serious. You let me know, okay? Okay. I completely support where you're coming from, and it makes me sad. Makes me sad. My close friend, a best reporter in this town, Andy Sheehan, joining me. He broke this story. Man, this is unsettling stuff, Andy. When you first heard it, it must have shook you up a bit too, right? Well, it did. I mean, the allegations are, are, are very strong. And, um, you know, Steel Valley uh, itself and spoke with the superintendent. They did an investigation on their own after the Friday night game. And they have sent off their report to the Whitfield board, and uh, they support what Ms. Farms uh, is is saying that this that there were uh, racial epithets and that uh, there was dirty play involved, and it's very very disturbing. And are they trying to verify the allegation, uh, Andy, that this young man was intentionally? They kept twisting his ankle, and they were actually screaming at him, "We got you now." So what you? 
What you what you have now is is uh, there's, there's actually three investigations. Wow. One, the 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 district uh, Steel Valley did its own investigation, and yes, they are looking at that whether there was targeting. You know, um, you know, there's rumors of a bounty. You know, I don't I don't know. Um, I've looked at the tape. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's far away. You can't really see what's going on in the field. I know if you sit in the stands, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to see. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's what they're looking at. Um, Southside Beaver has contracted with a, an outside investigative firm and they are doing an internal investigation. In fact, I was out there yesterday. And they were at the school, you know, talking to players, coaches, and and people who were at the game. So both of the, uh, uh, Steel Valley has sent their report to Whippeal. Uh, Southside Beaver is going to send their report to Whippeal, and then Whippeal's is in the process of conducting their own investigation. So they're going to pull from the, all these three sources and come up with one report that they'll put before the Whippeal board. Mm. And it's great reporting. It's also very unsettling. Thanks, my man. Okay. Take care. Andy Sheehan. How ironic. I I find that uh, culturally um, at sporting events, which are a reflection of our society, we have reached a new low. Parents, students, athletes acting like animals. I tell you what. I have I have gotten to the point where I, I won't go to the games if that's if that's the way it's gonna be. I, I will not. And I'll tell you what, I've talked to a number of athletes. They're fine with it. They play along. They just do their thing. But I've talked to a number of referees who say I'm out. I, I won't coach anymore. I, I won't coach. I won't referee. Enough is enough. In this case, Man, this is two egregious incidents. And by the way, I pulled the article for this piece from a paper in the United Kingdom. So we're getting worldwide attention again for being racist and disgusting. And and I thought the new low was the Armstrong incident, the female goalie playing hockey and the ridiculous pig students screaming, suck my blank, and she's a blank, the word for prostitute. I have seen and heard more in the last year than I ever have in my entire life. Now, this case, you have this young man, one of the best athletes in the country, highly regarded, gets tackled, breaks his ankle. That happens. It's bad. But as mom says, you know, I have twin sons. My other son had a concussion. It's the game. They play the game. Right? But then you hear from numerous players and numerous coaches that they were twisting his ankle on the ground while he's screaming in pain. These are players from Southside Beaver, whatever that is. Screaming. We got you, N-word. We got you, N-word. And check this out. So then you have fans from 
Southside Beaver, wherever that is, suggesting that the Steel Valley fans were calling them rednecks, hillbillies. The race to the bottom, man, in an angry culture. I have no idea where it ends, but I'll tell you what. It starts at home, man. It starts with you. It starts with your disgusting posts on Facebook. It does. It starts with you screaming in the car at the guy in front of you who won't make the left turn fast enough. It does. It starts with you circulating angry, distasteful, hateful memes. It starts with you thinking it's okay to burn the American flag. Give the cop, give a cop the finger. It starts with you. It starts with you suggesting you think it's okay to wear a shirt that says F Joe Biden. And then you chant that at a pit game. Woman sent me a note, the last pit game. Young men in front of her, standing in front of her, blocking her view, screaming the entire game, F Joe Biden, during a pit game. This is where we're at. The race to the bottom. And Larry mentioned this morning that schools have to do better. Yeah, they do. But it's on us, man. Check this out. Stowe Rocks right now. They're not allowed to play football. Can't play in their fields. Why? Fights. You should see the video. It's disgusting, man. You should see the videos. I got several sent to me. Man, the little kids are playing football. And a fight starts, it spills off into the stands. Parents jumping on each other. What the hell has happened to our culture? I'm, I'm serious. Why are we so damn angry? And if you think your kids aren't watching, you're wrong, man. 866-391-1020. Stop the madness. You start out by saying you think it's cool. To wear an F. Joe Biden shirt. You think it's okay to give a cop the finger. You think it's, you have the right to burn a flag. Okay. But then it ends up on the football field. In a basketball game. In a soccer game. I was at uh, my son's soccer game. and Mediocre at best. And the referee had to stop the game. And tell the parents, I will stop this game and go home. If you don't stop taunting your own kids. Pastor James Hogan from the Rocks, my good friend, Faith Bridge Community Church. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, brother. How are you today? This culture of violence and anger in the Rocks that you call home where you've established this amazing church. They can't play football. They just arrested a 15-year-old for murdering someone, right? You can't bring anything into the school because they're afraid of guns and explosives, right? Right? Yep. Yep. And you can't play any home games. What the hell's going on with our culture, man? Seriously. Marty, I honestly think top to bottom, we've got our hats on backwards. We uh, think, think about cancel culture. We, we want to we say somebody made a mistake or somebody did something that was inappropriate. So we want them to not eat. We want to ruin their career and make sure that they're never employed again. Mm. Um, we we get people that 
disagree about vaccines. We want them to not eat. We, 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 we want them to lose their careers. We get people that, that disagree about, about any of the cultural issues, and we hound them. Right now, they're up in uh, Wisconsin, and, and I guess probably around the world, or at least around the country, everybody's on edge because regardless of what the evidence says about what happened here, regardless of what the justice system and a jury says what happened here, people are going to be angry and want to burn down cities. It's true. Whichever direction it turns. It's true. If Rittenhouse we, case. Yes, you're right. If, if we don't change our entire approach, start aiming for something noble, teaching our kids about peace, being forgiving enough of people who don't think like us to not want them ruined. Uh, how, how do you tell a kid, you know, you, you can't ruin somebody with a bullet when we're screaming that guy should never work again because he won't get the vaccine or he because he disagrees with me about this political issue or because he said this thing that, that is rude or errant that he and his family should starve to death. It's, it's so bad. Ones. It's so bad for you on a personal level. You are preaching the word of God, breaking down walls in the rocks, and you fear for your life, right? Right? I don't fear for my life, but I've been threatened, uh, even re- very recently. Um, I just keep remembering. Jesus said, "If they hate you, remember they hated me first. Um, it, that, that's it. Here's the deal. You you get grief from people who attack you and never, ever look at Get Marty and the good that you're doing. True, it's beautiful, man. Pe- pe- people that love what you did for, for FaithBridge this summer attack you on your, your, your Facebook page and, and call you names. They've never even met you. Right. You know, they, they, they can't understand that the complexities of life um, make all of us something redeemable but our culture is just so filthy and broken that we we want to we want to be angry and destructive all the way around and the kids take note the kids know they're watching us yep if mom's screaming f-bombs because that person in front of us hasn't turned yet it's a left turn uh, then I, I know that I can scream F-bombs at my teacher when, when they give back my paper with a grade I don't like. Thank you, Pastor Hogan. You're my man. Love you, man. Have a great day. Nailing it. At the end of the day, um, uh, our culture is deteriorating rapidly. Folks want to blame the schools, the coaches, the teachers. Nah, it's on us, man. Mom and dad. Starts at home, man. When you think it's okay for you to give a cop the finger, that's all right. When you think it's okay to burn the flag, that's all right. First Amendment right. When you think it's cool to wear an F Joe Biden shirt or an F Trump banner in front of your house, that's all right. No, it isn't, man. Kids are watching us. They're learning from us. This is how you want your kid to live their lives in a world full of hate? Can't play a damn football game without the N-word being dropped? It's disgusting. It's disgusting. John, thanks for holding, man. Jump in here, please. Hey, how you doing today? You sound good. I hope you're as good as you sound. Thank you, sir. Thanks for bringing up all these topics that people really don't want to talk about. Um, I'm a retired high school soccer referee. I refereed soccer till I was 70. I did it for 25 years. Before that, I did youth soccer and youth basketball. As far as parents being involved in the game and screaming at 
coaches, players, referees. It's nothing new. It was 40 years ago when I started refereeing grade school basketball. Parents were just out of control. So it's not something new. It's something that's been there forever. I mean, I, too, have emptied the stands, given coaches a a choice of discontinuing the game or kicking the parents out. And it's a shame. And it's, it's still today. And I think it just gets a lot more publicity today because of the culture. And unfortunately, in my opinion, it's been getting worse. It is. Hey, man, John, doesn't it start at home? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, When you're on the, when you're in the basketball court or you're on the side, on the field, you hear the parents more than you hear the players. When you're down on the field or on the court, if you're facing a player, you hear what they're saying. But if you're behind the player, you don't hear that because it's not coming at you. But you hear the parents all the time. It's unbelievable. It's a great phone call, Sean. I could talk to you for an hour, my man. You are always welcome here. Got to go.